Good afternoon, everybody. I'd like to welcome you to this week's Impact Wrestling Media Teleconference. This is Ross Foreman, and as we get going, we'll welcome in our dear close personal longtime friend, Josh Matthews. Josh, what's going on? Hello, Ross. How are you? Always great talking to you. Well, it's a pleasure to talk to you as well um, as we get ready for another Impact tonight. We're just hours away. Uh, we did our first Facebook Live uh, multicast. Uh, from uh, Ohio and uh, Virginia, those two bustling metropolises of uh, technology. Uh, Sanjay and I were just live a little while ago, so we thank everyone who joined us. Uh, as we were talking about Impact tonight, we went over all the matches, Tessa versus Kira, Jake Chris versus Phantasma, Falaba and KM, who you guys are going to talk to in just a few moments against the Colts of Lee, the fallout from the fight in the woods, and then, of course, you have uh, two Mega main event matches, Eli Drake versus Moose. The winner of that is going to slam anniversary to challenge Austin Aries for the World's Championship. And then Matt Seidel versus Brian Cage for the X Division Championship of the World. So we're starting to really set the stage for anniversary live on pay-per-view Sunday, July 22nd. VIP packages for Slam are still available at ShopImpact.com. As are tickets for Monday and Tuesday, the Impact tapings. You can get everything at ShopImpact.com. Earlier this week, we revealed one of the events for our VIP purchasers, and you'll get the chance to screen Boone the Bounty Hunter with Johnny Impact as he returns at Slammiversary. So I think that is very, very cool. Um, just an opportunity and more things that Impact is doing to be more fan, not more fan-friendly. I think we've been the most fan-friendly company in wrestling for the last couple of years. Uh, so those are sort of what's uh, going on as we get ready for tonight. Uh, and as we typically do, oh, and one more thing, tomorrow, uh, we'll scoop for all of you guys, tomorrow we'll tease our latest knockouts photo shoot called Knockouts Back to Basics. Um, that will uh, be teased tomorrow, and then the first knockout will be uh, Kira Hogan next Friday. Uh, you'll see some great shots of her next week. So things are happening, and uh, we're just really excited about what's going on in Impact right now. All right, well, Josh, with that, we're going to open up, at this point, strictly for questions for Josh. If you have any questions, uh, please identify yourself and your media outlet. Again, strictly with questions for Josh Matthews. Q&A session has started. To ask your question, please press star six. Hey, Josh, uh, this is Rachel from uh, SportKida. So, uh, my, uh, okay, my question is in two parts, actually. So, in addition to you being an announcer, we also know you as a former Impact Grand Champion. Uh, can you tell me why uh, the decision was made to do away with the championship? And secondly, uh, so there is a show on the WWE Network entitled AJ Styles in TNA. I mean, featuring Bruce Pritchard and Conrad Thompson. And so, uh, recently we have seen a lot of these WWE and TNA collaborations. Uh, is it safe to say that the relationship between the two companies is stronger than ever in the past? Thank you. Uh, the first question, as it relates to the Grand Championship, I think it was just something that, look, that was uh, the idea of Billy Corgan when he was uh, a part of Impact. I thought it was a cool idea. I liked the concept. It never really took off. Um, I enjoyed calling those matches in the round system. It was different. I thought it was fun. 
Um, but, you know, as things change and evolve, that formatted match, that style went away, and the championship kind of became uh, irrelevant, maybe, or it became unnecessary. So uh, Austin Aries decided to combine it with the World Championship, and, and, and now the Grand Championship has gone away. Um, and, you know, those are just the types of things that happen when uh, new regimes come in and, and, and you see things like that. Um, the second question was about Impact's relationship with WWE. Um, I mean, they they used some footage uh, on their network shows, which I think is great. Um, it, you know, it just puts more eyes on what we're doing, and I think that, you know, with the success of AJ and Joe and EY and all the guys that have gone over and done uh, great things there, I think that uh, it, it sort of, not that opens the door, but I think it makes the bridge uh, a little less, um, you have less trepidation to go over that bridge than you may have had in the past. Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful.com. Anybody who watched 225 saw a great victory for a former pro wrestling superstar in Colby Covington. You experienced uh, some times with him while he was there. You think we'll see him again? And, and what do you think of him? Because he, he portrays a bit of a, a controversial character in the world of USC, but uh, what were your experiences like with him? I love Colby. Um, John Hartnett, uh, Dan Lambert, everyone from American Top Team, I think those guys are awesome. Uh, you know, John and Colby came up to me in, in Ottawa. And it, days of TV are long and, and can be boring. <laughs> you get there early and you spend the whole day there. And they said, hey, look, you, you, would you mind shooting some stuff with us? And we're going to, you know, try to get Tyrone Woodley upset and all these different things. And we did a bunch of videos together. And Colby's always been great. Uh, John's been awesome. And uh, when he got the fight, uh, the rumor of him getting the fight was online, and I tweeted about it, and John immediately sent me a message, and he said, the fight's happening, um, it's, it's going to happen in Chicago, uh, and, and then they both uh, reached out independently and, and thanked me for everything I did for them uh, to get the fight, and I said, well, you know, I, I was just there with you guys. <laughs> Colby ultimately got the fight. Uh, he's a Eugene, Oregon guy. I'm a big Ducks fan, so, so we got along very well. Uh, I texted him congratulations, I texted him good luck, and, and I've heard back from him, and, and I wish Colby nothing but success. I hope that we get uh, huge, big-money fights with Colby Covington in the future for UFC. He's going to be a star for them. How do you think he transitioned to pro wrestling? Because it seems like he borrowed a lot from that for the UFC as well. As it relates to his uh, personality... Yeah, just, just him as a character within Impact Wrestling and the stuff he did with American Top Team. Well, that's the cool thing about Impact is that, you know, it's sort of just like Colby Colby. I mean, they went out there and, uh, you know, for a while our player play announcer didn't really address any of the guys because I don't think he knew them. Um, but, you know, Colby stood out and, and he, he's a star. And you just saw him in the ring and he's gone to New Jersey and, and did some things out there. Uh, where he pretended to be uh, Ty Quill and Woodley. It's just funny things, and, and that's the kind of guy Colby is, and, and those are the cast of characters that UFC needs going forward. Um, I think they need more people. You, you know, UFC in general, I think, needs to be more pro wrestling-esque in the way that they uh, they handle their promotions and the way that they handle their characters. There's so many people that they have, um, and Cam will speak to this too. He's a huge MMA fan. Uh, there's so many people that you watch on these shows and they're all like, all right, I get this guy. But you, you need profile packages, personality packages, 
and you need you guys to get out there and do more. Thanks, Josh. Thank you. Hey, Josh, we're going to follow that up with a question from Tony at the Daily Mirror in, in, over in the UK. Uh, he, he was asking about Colby as well. Uh, Colby Covington's uh, promos are very close to heel wrestling promos, uh, and we see this in other MMA stars as well. Um, do you feel as though MMA fighters of today rely on watching wrestling or wrestlers to guide them and learn uh, in regards to getting their personalities across? I think I grew up watching wrestling, right, like we all did. And, um, you know, I, I tell my wife all the time that if MMA was popular as it is today as it was when I was 19 or 20, that that's the life I would have pursued over pro wrestling. It just it wasn't as readily available to us um, as wrestling was. And I think all of these guys watch wrestling. They watch these characters that are larger than life, and, and they have the opportunity to, to do just that. I mean, look at what Connor does. I mean, he, he shows up to a, to a press conference and goes in the garage, there's no security, you know, by uh, happenstance to stop him, and he goes nuts. And, and, and you know, that's the story right there. Hey, Josh, how you doing? This is uh, Jeff Martin from High Spot Podcast and HighSpotPodcast.com. How are you? Good, how are you? Good. Uh, so, basically, with the uh, the fallout of uh, the fight in the woods, and we're going to see uh, what happens next. Uh, just have you guys received have, have you received positive feedback from that, and are you guys looking to do uh, more uh, stuff like that in the future? You know, I talk to our creative team a lot, and the one thing that we say is that we make great movies. You know, Impact makes great movies, and you, you can't argue that fact. And the fight in the woods, you know, it was, it was great. And I love that stuff. And I think that, you know, that, that is kind of what separates us from everyone else um, in the sense that we can do these things. And, and we do them in, like, one night. <laughs> it's not like there's, you know, weeks set aside to, to film this and shoot this and get everything that needs to get done. Like, Jimmy and Eric and the guys that go out there and shoot this stuff, like, they have one night, one chance to get it. And you're going to see some stuff that took place in Windsor uh, that is going to be just as mind-blowing and mind-boggling as what we saw in the fight in the woods. So I just, uh, so much credit needs to go to, to our post-production team, um, and it truly is a team of people that, that go down there or go out and do these shoots and, uh, and, and create magic. Well, Josh, I know your time is uh, limited, so appreciate it very much, and uh, got a final thought for us? Um, just don't miss Impact tonight, and if you haven't yet, um, and if you guys can help us and, and, and get the word out there that VIP packages for Slam and for our TV tapings are still available at shopimpact.com right now, and uh, enjoy the show tonight. Let us know what you think, and we'll talk to everyone soon. All righty, Josh, I appreciate it. And this time, gives me great privilege to welcome, uh, let's just say, a unique tag team that somehow has gone from enemies to friends. Let's welcome KM and Balaban to the top camera. Hello, hello everyone. Thanks for having me. Yay. <laughs> Alright. Oh, bah, bah. Hello everyone. Alright, well there they are. They're both here. Uh, let's start off with you, uh, uh, KM. How, how are things going? What's going on in your world these days? Uh, I guess things are going pretty good. Um, well, I don't know. I'm literally driving right now. I'm on my way to uh, a little bit of a doctor's appointment. I'm getting my first set of knee injections, my gel knee injections. Never had this one done before. Going to try to add uh, 
some new life into these shabby old 18-year veteran wrestling knees of mine. All right. Fala, how are, uh, how are things are good for you, correct? Things are doing great. Uh, I've been healing up because KM's been training me, and, uh, you know, we're ready for tonight. All right. Guys, you got a big match tonight. It's uh, KM and Fala against the Cult of Lee, Trevor Lee, and Caleb Connolly. Thoughts? Ready, man. Uh, you know, we're a team. <laughs> I, I trade follow. I trade them nonstop to be the best, to be KM's version of the best, which is better than the best. And uh, I think we're up for the task tonight. Tune in and find out. All righty. Well, at this point, we will open it up for media questions. If you have questions for KM or Fala, feel free to uh, get in queue, star six to get in line. Uh, please identify yourself and your media outlet in one question and one question alone. Uh, identify who you'd like the question directed at, be it uh, KM or Fala. Hey, uh, this is Vijay from Sportskira again. Uh, my question is for Fala Ba. Yeah, you have such an interesting uh, uh, character. Can you tell me how the whole character came about? Thank you. Hey, so um, I started out in the business uh, as like a Samoan savage, and um, I have a look of Yokozuna, and um, a couple years in, uh, the promoter that I wrestled for in the independence, uh, Pat Buck, uh, gave me the idea to uh, at least adopt the look of uh, Yokozuna. And uh, I've been just using that and mixing in with a lot of um, like monsters and savages uh, of the past and just kind of mixing it up and adding my, my personality towards it. Nope. I had asked uh, Josh Matthews this a little bit earlier and he mentioned that KM was a big MMA fan. I know that, that you also had some experience with Colby Covington as well. What did you think of his victory as well as his performance within the world of pro wrestling while he was there? Well, I'm good buddies with Colby. Uh, I've been talking to him on a regular basis since I, when he first came to Impact Wrestling early last year. So um, I just spoke to him actually earlier today, matter of fact. Uh, so I've been along with him the whole process. Like I step-by-step step on what his plans were as far as, and uh, I, that, that show that Josh was talking about, where he came to New Jersey and did the tight Will thing, that was our show, Pat Punk show, I put together that entire segment, it was my idea with uh, Colby Covington and Tyke Will Woodley, and we used one of Pat's students to play that role and stuff like that, to help him basically troll Tyrone Woodley into getting a title shot, and I mean, Colby, the thing with Colby is he's a massive pro wrestling fan. He's not just taking things that he's seeing in pro wrestling and stuff like that. He's a huge pro wrestling fan. That's the difference. Um, same thing as Gerald Sunday. They're actually legitimate, real wrestling fans. Colby has openly said when he's done in UFC, he wants to transition over full-time to pro wrestling. So, he has that natural, and he's always been fascinated with that heel persona and stuff. But it, a lot of people think he's putting on a complete show. If you actually meet Colby and you get to hang out with him and stuff like that, you're like, a lot of this isn't really that much of an act, which is the best part about it when I get a, I get a chuckle and people are like, oh, man, he, he's trying too hard, he's trying too hard. It's like, 
You might want to hang out with Kobe for a little bit before you just assume that he's trying to put on a complete act over here. Uh, he's great. I get along with him. Our, our personalities clash in the best way possible then. Uh, so, you know, uh, what was the original question? How do I think he he is in pro wrestling? What did you originally ask? Oh, hold on, hold on. Uh, I spoke over there with your question. Uh, yeah, uh, how do you think that he performed as a as a character, which apparently you say isn't much of a character what he did on Impact? Well, I think n- now that people, he basically blocks him in the MMA world and the UFC world and people see how he really is and his personality shining bright because a lot of people didn't know him unless you were a real diehard um, MMA and UFC fan. They didn't know who he was when he was in Impact, whereas right now he's red hot and he's the talk of the town and he's on every website. He has a championship belt. He won the title. The whole And he, he's a focal point of the UFC with Ronda, Brock, Connor, Nate Diaz, all these guys out, GSP. Like, there's, they don't have that one solid John Jones out. They don't have that one solid star where it all focuses on them. And Colby's one of those like bullet point guys right now. So I think uh, I would love to see him back. I actually had that conversation with him the other day. I was like, dude, I want you back at Impact, man. He's like, I want to come back. So I really hope, especially right now, more than ever, because, uh, again, I think it would be good on all ends. He wants to be here, and, I mean, you know, it doesn't hurt us to bring him in right now, especially considering how the whole world is buzzing about him. So I think, I think he's great. I think that right now, more than ever, He'll shine way brighter. So, hoping to see him back. Hey guys, this is Jeff Murray from the High Spot Podcast and High Spot Podcast.com. This is for both of you guys. You talk about personalities. How much of your personalities have come through uh, since you guys have uh, you know joined forces together? And how much of uh, creativity do you guys have uh, when you pitch ideas for you uh, for you both uh, when you go to uh, impact management? I'll let Paula go first. Well, uh, so as far as like um, adding our personalities, like I've known Kevin for years, and um, it's just like we're just joking around busting, you know? It's 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 just like another day. So it, it's it's great to be able to uh, portray that on television, and and like everybody, uh, you know, production is is really good with um, like hearing out ideas and, and, you know, collaborating and everything. So it, it, it's always fun. And it's, it's natural to us because like, we're really friends. Yeah. And uh, to add to that, when you say how much of it's our ideas and stuff like that, like they'll usually, you know, give us an outline, kind of, sort of. And, I mean, they just roll the camera. And, again, we've been friends for so long that we just act so goofy. Like what you see on, actually what you've been seeing on camera for the last couple of weeks, that's, pretty much how we are on a day-to-day basis when we're around each other, so it, it 100% comes naturally. Like, a lot of that stuff outside of, like, the main bullet, like I said, bullet points of what we're doing isn't really scripted. They kind of just give us free reign to do what we want, and then they're usually cracking up behind the camera. We're cracking up on the camera. And they have to do a million takes because it's just so funny and hilarious, and it's fun. It's actually fun. This, is, this right here, I'm having the most fun uh, since I've been in Impact, so I'm enjoying this one. I agree. I'm having a blast. Hey, guys. Marty Daniels here. Check out Gerwick.net today for all of your wrestling news, breaking stories, TV recaps, live pay-per-view coverage, pay-per-view archives, complete WWE talent rosters for Raw, SmackDown, and NXT. Gerwick.net is your number one source for everything professional wrestling.
Literally a question from Perry who writes in, uh, who has been the biggest inspiration in your careers and in uh, the promos? Uh, who's been the biggest inspiration in our careers with the promos? For both, your career and in some of the promos you've done. Uh, I mean, growing up, I mean, I, it was, Bret Hart is what got me into pro wrestling to begin with, and then, uh, I took liking to guys like Brian Tillman and whatnot, and, um,
and I'm living up in the mountains somewhere. <laughs> He's letting me know. But uh, he, he enjoys watching it, and my family watches it, so I think that's cool. But I mean, yeah, it feels, it feels good. I'm not going to lie, it feels good. I feel like I'm finally accomplishing something. It happened a little bit later in life than I would have liked it to, but, you know, better late than ever, right? I mean, uh, for me, it's, it's just a blessing. Uh, going into it like a year ago, uh, when I got the call, it was, I was about like 13 years in and, um, like it just solidified all, all the hard work that at least me and Kevin were doing, uh, the past, you know, how many years, you know, um, personally, uh, I, I didn't think, um, any of this was going to come through. Uh, I was at a point where I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to do this for fun. And, and I got the call and it, it's just, it's mind blowing. Every time I'm there, I'm just like blessed and, and feeling grateful for all the opportunities that are given to me, you know? But, uh, yeah, essentially that's, that's how I feel. <laughs> Every time I'm there, I, the first thing I say is where's catering. <laughs> oh, same thing. As I'm eating catering, that's that's how I feel. Yeah. Well, we're going to go to a question that goes directly to you from Mark, who writes in, did your size create unique challenges for you when you got started in the business? And also, what advice do you offer a fellow big boy that wants to get into wrestling? Uh, it, it, it made me definitely different. Um, it, it made me... Um, like look at it a different way. You know, um, a lot of people that I was training with, you know, were more of an athletic build and, and all that. And I had to approach it in a different way and different psychology. Um, as, as for a fellow big man, I, I say embrace yourself, embrace what you are and what makes you different and, and just own it. You know, um, just don't, don't be proud of who you are and what got you where you're you're, you're going to go to. Hi, this is Cody from the Sports Bear. Um, my question was for KM. Uh, you said that you're on your way to uh, get some gel knee uh, injections. I was wondering, uh, one, how your knee is doing, and two, if you can discuss a bit of... Uh, some of the pain management uh, a wrestler has to go through and uh, when you decide uh, you shouldn't work through uh, some pain? Um, yeah, I mean, right now my left knee is bone on bone. I have no meniscus left in it, no cartilage. Uh, so I'm getting a, it's called an orthoflex, same thing as synvisc or uflex or anything like that. It's a common procedure, you know, as far as arthritic knees, or arthritic joints, I should say, you know, put a little gel in between your joints to add some cushion, I mean, I've had it for my whole career, I mean, I've had five, six surgeries on my knees, uh, what's it called, I had a torn bicep, broken nose, ruptured eardrum, I mean, I've, uh, I've had a lot of, a lot of injuries, unfortunately, so, um, everybody always says, when they talk to me, they're like, oh, you wrestle, and, so you do that fake stuff. I'm like, how do you want me to answer that? <laughs> You're talking to a broken down 35-year-old. How do you want me to answer that? What fake stuff? You mean the stuff that, you know, I'm uh, aching every day getting out of bed, that stuff, you know? So, 
that's nowhere remotely close to snake and people want to pretend it is. It's actually a lot more real than people think it is. Uh, so, I mean, I'm fine, though. I mean, I work out every day. Um, I'm really getting in the best shape of my life. I mean, I feel great. I mean, what I'm doing today is just uh, what you call it, uh, you know, add to it to make me feel even better. I mean, but I'm feeling good. I mean, my knees feel, they feel fine, but I mean, I don't know what anything else feels like. You know, I've been going on this for so long, so this is just, uh, you know, a little bit, a little bit extra. Make me feel a little bit better, maybe. I don't know. I feel great, though. But uh, you deal with pain. Pain's expected. It's not, uh, it's not if it happens. It's not maybe injury could happen. Uh, when all the new students join the school, the first thing I tell them, I said, you're going to get hurt. It's not a matter of uh, if, it's a matter of when, because you're going to get hurt. So that's not, that's not a question. You're going to break something, you're going to tear something. It's a guarantee. So if, you, if you're sure you want to do this, expect that. Because it's going to come either soon or later, but it's going to come one way or another, especially if you stay in this game for a long period of time. So, but yeah, I, I'm fine. I deal with it. I'm a big boy. Hey, uh, this is Vijay from Sportskina again. Uh, so KM, I've spoken to you a few times, once in India and once on one of the teleconferences. And you told me about your friendship with Kenny Omega. So he was just um, in a seven-star match with Okada. Did you watch it? And if so, did you think it was the best match ever? Thank you. Uh, I have not seen it uh, yet. I, that's on my things to do, but uh, I'm well aware of what happened and what went down. And uh, when I finally saw the results of it and stuff, I mean, I literally almost cried. I was like, I remember I stopped in my tracks because, I mean, a lot of companies will throw titles on people left and right here and there, and it doesn't. It's not something as special as it should be. Whereas with New Japan and their titles, especially their IWGP Heavyweight Title, that that's that's, I mean, people hold that belt for years, you know. Uh, and for Kenny to win that, I mean, that's that's massive. It is absolutely massive. He's been breaking records left and right over in Japan, and uh, I want to go into the whole detailed history of him and I and stuff like that. We go way back, and I mean, I, I know his whole story, and it's to to, to see what it actually how it's unfolded and what it is right this second, right this moment is unreal. Like the guy needs his own documentary for his real story to be told. Uh, because he was in two thousand seven he was done. He was he was working at Costco stocking shelves and he was checked out of the wrestling business and he literally came to New Jersey, threw himself here. I got him booked on two shows and he just said like I just come and hang out and do those shows and then one thing led to another to another to another and Father booked him, and he told me that. It, then it just spiraled, and you fast forward, you know, 10, 11 years later, and he's the IWGP champion, he's main event in Wrestle Kingdom, and he's the number one guy in the world. And I think this is this is the biggest Cinderella story I've ever seen in my life. So, yeah, I, I mean, words can't express how happy I am for that guy. Good question for. From uh, Roman Ochoa, who writes in, uh, what is the uh, ideal dream tag team match for Cam and Fala? Whoever has the tag team championship belts. Yeah, right. That's, that's all right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> Whoever has the belts. 
Five us. Honestly, I would like to see like uh, a match with us in uh, LAX. To be perfectly honest with you. Yeah, a hundred percent. Hundred percent. Considering they've had the belt like seventeen times, I mean, uh, I'm pretty <laughs> sure when we get our opportunity, it's probably going to be against them. Yeah, totally. <laughs> Hey, this is Jeff Martin again from High Spot Podcast and HighSpotPodcast.com. Guys, uh, I guess the ultimate goal for you guys is to become uh, tag team champions. Uh, you guys are very creative with your promos. Any thoughts on maybe combining the the, the names of Cam and Fallabaugh? Like something, something catchier you guys uh, satisfied with just Cam and Fallabaugh? I don't follow. What do you have in mind? Cam? I mean, F-Fall, F-M, F-Ma, whatever. <laughs> I mean, like, I, I'm sure if something catches up, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not opposed to it, but, you know. Yeah, I mean, the ideal match, yeah, it would be the tag team match, and I guess the end game with us right now would would be the tag team championships, right? Okay, you know what? I'm, I'm going to shoot something. Here we go. Listen, I'm a proud New Yorker, right? So I'm going to go Joe Namath on you real quick. Everyone knows Joe Namath is a legendary quarterback from New York Jets. If you don't know who he is, seriously, just Google him. In 1969, he made a prediction that he guaranteed his team would defeat the Baltimore Colts in the World Championship, and they would become the champions. I am going to make that same guarantee that in 2018, I will be a world champion in Impact Wrestling. Put it down, all of you guys listening right now, put it on your website. In 2018, a 100% guarantee, just like Joe Newman, I will be a world champion. Whether it's with followed by the tag team champion, or uh, I'll hold the single title, in 2018, I will be an Impact World Champion. 100% guarantee. How do you like that? Bah. <laughs> Well, nothing like going Joe Namath on us there, Cam. I appreciate that. That uh... Hey, guys. Ryan Bowman from thegrillposition.com again. This one's for uh, Fala. Uh, obviously, you're in a tag team right now, but as one of wrestling's big men, who are some of your dream matches against other performers that are around your size? Uh, definitely would like to go uh, toe-to-toe with Congo Kong. Uh you know, um, Abyss is another person that I've wrestled before, but I would like to uh, take it into a bigger stage. Um, uh, honestly, like, I mean, yeah, as of right now, I've, I've wrestled the other big guys, uh, you know, in the industry. Uh, you know, I think the last person probably left is Keith Lee. So, but, you know, open, you know? Huh. A question uh, coming in from Zach who wants to know Are either of you going to follow the World Cup? And if so, what are you cheering for? Nah. No. Not really. <laughs> yeah. Um, I watch Legend MMA or Pro Wrestling, man. I'm all good. I used to follow basketball religiously, but uh, once Reggie Miller retired in uh, back in 2005, uh, I stuck a fork in that one, man. So, no. Nope. All right, well, we'll follow that up with a question from Perry who wants to, wants to know, did you 
Do you two see yourselves getting matching gear or possibly developing a signature tag team move? We should get some tag team moves, actually. Yeah, let's get some, get some tag team moves, Paula. Do something. Oh, yeah. It is powerful. I'm done. Before Paula sits on you. <laughs> <laughs> matching gear? I don't know. What, do you want to see... What about Paula wearing my, my gear, my little trunks, or maybe me wearing Paula's big sumo outfit? I don't know. That would be great. Uh, I'm not opposed to that. <laughs> that sounds good. No, yeah, let's get matching gear. Screw it. Let's go full yeah. team. I, heard, I already guaranteed I'd Joe Namath everybody, right? I went Joe Namath everywhere. I guaranteed the 2018 championship goal. So, I mean, if we're winning the tag team title, then we might as well look like a tag team, right? Let's do it. All right. We're sold. New gear coming soon. <laughs> hey, uh, Richard from Sportsgear again. Um, so, did you guys have a chance to interact with Scott Steiner and do you have any stories of your interaction? Um, actually, you know what? <laughs> Tune in. Yeah, just, 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 just take my word. I'm not going to say when or where, just keep watching the show and I will answer your question. All right, well, guys, with that, I appreciate your time very much. We'll wrap it up at this point. Uh, we'll open it up for a final thought from each of you. Follow, go ahead with a final thought as we head into Impact tonight. Uh, just check us out. Follow me at, uh, on Twitter, at follow1, uh, on Instagram, at followgram1. Um, and if you get a chance, uh, definitely uh, purchase those VIPs. Uh, I had a lot of fun uh, in Windsor doing the... The trivia game. Um, it will be uh, awesome to see what uh, what kind of events we have for a anniversary. All right. Well, before right. before you before you give your final thought, I, I'm just going to update. In Windsor, we had the VIP packages, and, and one of the days we did trivia. We had uh, five five people. With KM had a team. Fall had a team. Tessa Blanchard had a team. Uh, Eli Drake had yeah, a team. Drake. Uh, who was the other one? I think we had one other team. And who was the winner of Impact Trivia? Team Bob. <laughs> Out of all teams, Team Bob. Yep, there it was. KM, I'll give you a final thought, but also i got to ask, how do you lose to uh, Team Bob in Trivia? I don't think I just lost him. I think I came in like fourth. <laughs> I think I lost to many people that day. Uh, okay. Well, at least I'm still undefeated in the ring, though, right? Okay. My final thought. Follow me on Twitter on that unverified account at ImpactKM, or follow me on Instagram at SuperstarKM because somebody took ImpactKM. No, actually, no. I wanted KImpact, and somebody took that because they have KMP Act. It's spelled out the same way. Stupid business guy. That's my account. Um, so <laughs> Superstar KM on Instagram, Impact KM on Twitter. My Facebook's full, so don't even try it. But I'm Kevin Matthews on that one. Um, KMMerch.com if you want to buy some snazzy shirts that I can send you straight from my house. And uh, check out Slammiversary, July 22nd, up in Toronto. The tapings that follow it. The 23rd and 24th, if I got all these dates correct, I believe I do. Uh, check us out tonight as we uh, use the cult of Lee as the first rung of the ladder, the first stepping stone to the tag team championship belts. 
But uh, remember, Joe Namath, this year, championship gold, guaranteed. Remember, remember, remember. I promise you. We only like six months left in the year. I promise you. June 14th, KM goes Joe Namath and guarantees championship gold. There you go. Put it down. Mark it down. All right. right. Well, Fala, thank you very much. Cam, thank Thank you you very much. Media, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Q&A session is over. Hey, what's up, players? This is Teddy Long. And if you want to look like a true player, then you need to get yourself a Gurick Report Podcast T-shirt. That's right. Get yourself the Gurick Report Podcast T-shirt, the same one that I'm wearing and sporting and looking good in it each and every day. And if you want to get one of them, all you got to do is go to Pro Wrestling Tees. That's ProWrestlingTees.com slash Gurick. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Gurick. Get your T-shirt today, and you can look as pretty as me. Holla.